Yo. I see my name up in life. Go hard or go home. No slacking in my sector. Just forget about the fortune. Forget about the fame. Speak your truth and let that be the reason they remember your name. You know what that means. Welcome to an all-new Max Wrestling episode 412. This is your captain speaking along with El Jefe, Moses Marquez, and we're still recovering from what was an extremely emotionally charged weekend from podcast promo rumble to the Royal Rumble. A lot went down last week. Yeah, you're telling me a lot went down. Jeez Louise, I'm... To recovery is, is the least of our words. I mean, I'm searching there's other ones we could use. But anyway, coming up tonight, does Roman ha- Roman Reigns now have two roads to WrestleMania? Is it time for Rhea's redemption? Last night's AEW plus all uh, the count after the controversial finish of the world title match last week, we are left to determine the fate of the Phoenix and the Walker. Uh, I, can we skip that part of the show? Can we skip right to that part of the show? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Ah, oh, man. Controversy everywhere. You're telling me. Um, so before we begin, remember to like and follow and subscribe to us at youtube.com slash maxwrestling. If you're watching on YouTube, that is. It takes one second to click that red button and follow us on social media at UK. And of course, the website is maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Now, uh, let's jump straight into our headline this week, which I think is going to be recapping the Royal Rumble. Um... Very, very predictable in the winners, but yeah. not unwelcome, I would say. Oh, no, um, for sure. I mean, look, I mean, everybody wanted Rhea to win. You, As I just stated, I mean, uh, are we getting a literal road to redemption for Rhea? I sure hope so. Let's go with that. Um, yeah. And then, well, it, I, I mean, we kind of all figured Cody. However, we got, I was going to say, one surprise, and it was one none of us wanted. Oh, yeah, and it's not like most girls. Well, can we keep it that way and stay the fuck home like the rest of them? I don't know. Shit. Uh, well, we did it. it was absolutely glorious that literally every woman in the in the ring just ganged up and just got the hell out of there. Like the yeah. bricks off her. It was did. glorious, but it wasn't great for me who was trying to keep track of the Fantasy League points, and everybody gets Naya out of the ring, and I'm trying to award a point to everybody. Yeah, all right. I'm like, okay, who's still in? Who's still in? (laughs) Somebody let me pause. No, I'm just kidding. I could have used the pause button because, geez, trying to track the predictions and the fantasy league and everybody trying to buy people before they enter the Rumble and then not turn up in the Rumble and then sell those people was chaos. Chad. Chad. And supposedly, like, Michelle McCool's entrance in the Rumble was, like, last minute. Bro, no, it's uh, some nerd told her as she's, like, eating popcorn, and they're like, she's like, I don't got boots on. It's cool. Just wrestle in your Uggs. The fuck? <laughs> but I guess. I mean, guess. They, they showed her in the crowd earlier, and I'm like, hmm. Yeah, what's that all about? And yeah, she's bam. in the rumble. Yeah. But, but, but she's in normal clothes. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't mean Booker T apparently just happened to bring his gear, and they told him last minute that he was going to be in the men's rumble too. Okay, you're why would tell you just me. happen to bring your gear when you're just a 
a, a, have um, you not analyst. seen Beyond the Mat? You always bring your gear <laughs> with you. Oh yeah, I, I believe Michael Cole rocks around in his fucking singlet today, Jack. Today, honestly, it's Michael Cole, so I would not be surprised. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's still jacked. Yeah, hey, you know what? Good for him. I can't give him shit on that. No. Um, we'll get in. We'll get into the finish of the rumble in just a minute, but um. I wrote down a few notes because I got, I'm probably going to go on a little bit of a tirade now because here's my thoughts on the triangle that we now find ourselves in with Roman and Cody and Sammy. So, mm-hmm. Sammy's over as fuck. That much mm-hmm. is clear. Cody was always going to win the Rumble. That much is clear too. Yeah. Cody's path was written in stone the moment he got injured back in the summer. I don't. I don't think anybody expected back then, though, that Sammy was going to end up as red hot as he is right now. I mean, we had the story going, but geez, that did it reach new heights. So yeah, Bob. you want to, you want to, you want Cody to have his moment that he deserves, but you also want Sammy to have his. So Roman's got two titles that desperately need splitting. Now everybody's talking about Roman defending one title on both nights. What if we did a two falls match with all three of them? Just like, Angle, Benoit, and Jericho many moons ago, which was also at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental title. I'm supposed to say his name out loud. Jericho, Angle, and the other Chris. There you go. Um, but here's the thing. Cody just wants the WWE title. He doesn't yeah. have any bad blood. He doesn't have this blood feud with Roman. He just wants to accomplish what his dad never did. So have Cody win the WWE title in the first fall. Get that out the way. Then you have Sammy have his moment and finish the job. Beat Roman for the Universal title. Everyone's had their moment, a new star is born, Cody's WWE champion, and the fans are even more happy because Sami Zayn's also a champion, and he was one of the two people to dethrone Roman Reigns. More importantly, we now have two world champions again. Two! Uh, I think ultimately what you do with that is, you know, I I wouldn't have it in one match, I would have it in two. I mean, that's more like I would have Cody on night one, Sammy on night two. You have the remnants of the bloodline getting involved in night one match with Cody, but Cody's still winning. Mm-hmm. Night two, who comes out to Sammy's defense? Jay. Yeah, we, we, we don't know what's going on with Jay. Um, so obviously at the end of the Rumble... Amazing storytelling. Uh, KO gets the shit beat out of him. And Sammy just can't stand it anymore. And the the chair shot heard around the world. The second chair shot to the back of Roman's career. (laughs) Roman literally had the same physical reaction. Literally the exact same. Yeah, He's taken the two most memorable chair shots to the back ever. There's been many memorable headshots, but to the back, I only think of the shield and now Sammy. Right, dude, Roman sells it well. Like that's that's what it is. I'm I'm loving this idea that we're getting something out of this, but it's already pretty much been announced that it's going to be Sammy and Roman at Elimination Chamber. Now, hold on. I'm and as much as I want him to be a world champion, a world champion. I don't know if they would let him do that. Something tells me there's going to be some weird chicanery going down, and him and Kevin might end up with a tag title shot at Mania rather than him be uh, going for a world title. 
mainly just off of the you know the old fashioned um, <clears throat> uh, free bird rule. You know what I mean? Jay's gone. He said, "Fuck this team!" All of a sudden, so hey, guess what? Soul Sequoy. Now you're a part of this gimmick. Now you're defending the tag titles. Jay cost them that win. That's what wins them gold. There you go. How you doing? Pissing. So now that the bloodline's at a disarray, now Cody has uh, Roman one on one, and he can end up being the guy that does the 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 breaking of the titles. Because I'm with you. Has I I want to go back to two champions. I mean, if that means there's a Raw champion and a SmackDown champion, then that's what it needs to be. A fucking Raw and a SmackDown champion. But the E treats this whole thing as one belt. And because they treat it as one belt, that's how they're going to move it. And I, and I hate it. I do. I fucking hate it. But it's how they want to do it. So that my whole gimmick would give Sammy some love. It gives KO a, a huge rub. Via Sammy, which I by have do, have now dubbed uh, the modern day Mick Foley, because we all want to <laughs> yeah. see him win a world title. You know what I mean? At Not least once. Mention. At it's... least once. Not only that, his work rate is outstanding. I mean, remember when he won the NXT title? That storyline oh, turned up to eleven. Dude, I had. I, I mean, uh, that's. I want to say like that's the first time in a while I've seen a uh, a literal locker room clear for somebody winning a championship. And I mean, like, I think we've seen it like an AEW was like the most recent time before that. But literally before the NXT run and back in, I was at 2017, 2016. Uh, when was the last I time? I won the title in 2015. Okay, so before that. Okay, well, my point was, is before then, when was the last time somebody, the whole locker room cleared for a championship victory? The only one I remember is when Christian Cage beat Jeff Jarrett. Okay, see, the, the only ones I could think of is, like, when, like, the little guy beat the, uh, you know, the 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 star out of nowhere. Like, when Rocky Maivia finally won the IC title and the locker room cleared for him. Or when, like, Prince Iakea won the television title and the cruiserweight locker room cleared for him. Those are the only times that stick out for me. You know what I mean? Besides the NXT one. So, I mean, if if it, if it were to swerve them its way into a triple threat at Mania, which I kind of, again, don't hate. And it's like, I know it's not going to happen, but I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, fantasy booking my ass off over here. It's it, regardless. I think we're going to get a feel good moment for Sammy. And I, on, I, I honest to God, honest to God, think that this mania is the time where Roman finally falls. Okada had to be beaten. Bruno had to be beaten. Somebody has to beat Roman. I mean, if, it feels like we've been gearing towards that exact thing for these last couple of years fuck yeah what's the old saying the pride comes before the fall you know yeah. and they they mentioned it at <clears throat> at rumble roman is paranoid oh yeah you're telling me so i i, I think you know and especially now like i think you're gonna see it. he's gonna become unhinged and you know jay walked out I think if they really want to do this and sell this, you don't have Jay on TV at all. Yes. Yes. Like, not until, I would say, Elimination Chamber. Like, nobody sees him. Mm. When's that? Four weeks? Five weeks? I think so. I mean, years and years ago, when Sandman got hurt in ECW and got blinded, 
he stayed home. Nobody saw him. Yeah. So I think that's what Jay needs to do. Stay off social media. Just stay the hell home. Yeah, you posted the one thing you needed to post. Now, silence. I'm out. I like that. I like that. Yeah, and, and really, you just have Roman who continuously is like, where's Jay? Where, where's Jay? Yeah, I think Jay's the one to watch because the really interesting thing about the, the, that segment was Jay was the only one Sammy apologized to. Mm-hmm. And obviously it it makes sense for the story because Jay was the hardest one he had to earn the trust from. But I don't think yeah. anybody fully trusted him other than Jay, and that was right at the end. Roman never really fully trusted him. Um, I think Jimmy just went along with it. Solo was just the silent assassin in the corner. Yeah, Paul Heyman exactly never fully is. trusted him. But he finally earned Jay's 100% trust right at the end. So obviously it makes sense for him to only apologize to Jay because he felt like he's the one he let down the most by turning on Roman. Yeah. Yeah, I like the whole way. I like all the way this is building, and I, I can't wait for it to come to a head and where we can actually see what's coming next. Oh, my God. This was this this whole thing took over uh, the Rumble. I mean, uh, <laughs> we as the TSK, as we were watching, we could absolutely, if we wanted to, and we did, so I'm not, I, I'm saying it like that, we we took a shit all over the, the men's Rumble which I'm 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 hearing from the masses it was a lot better than maybe I don't know maybe my expectation maybe I was too goddamn disappointed that nobody cool showed up that's probably what it was but yeah the only surprise we had was Booker but I think he was a major Booker was not no goddamn surprise he was <laughs> what the fuck I knew this son of a bitch was going to show up anyway um but apparent uh, allegedly they asked Pat McAfee to take that spot first and he's like motherfucker I want to do commentary I don't want to wrestle and knowing him, that was probably the exact answer he gave. So good yeah. for him, which he was way better <laughs> on commentary anyway. Like, fuck. And I love how they didn't spoil a surprise for Cole and Corey. No. The reactions were legit. I, oh, it was great. <laughs> so great. Corey's like, what the hell? He's all trying to shake his hand. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whole thing was just fan fucking tastic. I loved it. Um, what else stood out? Um, Dominic not being able to tear a mask. How dare you? You're an idiot. Still a I waste am... of race spot, too. Like, okay, you do the injury angle, but you could still have somebody come in and take the spot. Anybody. I am excited for Pat McAfee, Wade Barrett, and Michael Cole. Oh, come on. That would be awesome. Give me that commentary team today, Jack. Just, just so I can hear fucking Baron just like go back and forth with Pat and they're fucking like the how how Pat's in his Pittsburgh enunciation and then fucking <laughs> stew with his goddamn hardcore. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, I'm trying to do it. I've got some bad news, but like what's something else I couldn't do? I couldn't mimic him elsewhere. I, even uh, I can't mimic uh, bad news Barry very effectively. There you go. See, all right, then. It's not just me. Um, I love how um, Pat McAfee got told, hey, we don't call uh, Seamus and um, was it Seamus and, and Drew McIntyre the Bang Bros anymore. But he's like, oh, I got a bunch of jokes. So we're getting them out today. <laughs> he's all, the, what, what did he call them? The, bang, or the Brothers of Bang. <laughs> that, one, that one was hilarious. I like that one the most. Um, one of them said there was a big ending, and he, oh, look at him go. He wants to swing his hammer or something like that. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. What? It just tyrants like left and right. Uh, what else was really good about this rumble? Oh, um, 
Logan Paul with the nuclear heat, nuclear heat, just for them to fucking copy a, the, the dumbest part of the Matrix. <laughs> and now everybody's clamoring to see this kid. And I, I don't know if it's going to be him and John or him and Seth. And it looks like it can be him and Seth. Yeah. So, uh, I... The one thing, the biggest thing that the, the Men's Rumble did, it made Gunter... A yes. star. Thank you. I yeah. was just going to get in that part. But yeah, a bazillion dollars that guy is. A bazillion. And furthermore, we all know Cody's going to eventually be the world champion. Yeah, it established Gunter as a threat. Super threat. Super yeah. threat. And it made, he looked like a million bucks. He looks like a star. Oh, yeah. More so than he already was. I mean, we all know, because we knew him as Walter. Yeah. We knew we knew the before. This made the WWE fans stand back and just say, okay, I see him now. How long uh, did he last? Uh, 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 an hour, hour 15? and 12 minutes. Oh, an hour 12. Hour 12. Damn. Uh, yeah, so discounting Daniel Bryan in Saudi Arabia, the longest... Time spent in a rumble. Ooh, Since Rey Mysterio in Shit. fucking oh, 2006. Uh, damn, high school. I was a junior. Don't don't age <laughs> me, boy. Don't age me. Um, I do think Lord. the men's rumble was a major improvement this year over the last couple of years. Yeah, maybe maybe know. maybe Shane was the problem. <laughs> he certainly was a problem last, last year. Yeah, he was. yeah. Um, At but Baku. every year I've been saying the women outperformed the men in the rumble. I think they were pretty equal this year. I'm gonna give a lead. Well, I mean, okay, I, I'll, I'm gonna rewatch them, and then I should totally give a biased thing. But I, I originally I was leaning way more towards the women, mainly because I expected like nobody to debut. I would thought if anything, we're gonna get Mickey James for 45 seconds, yeah. and that didn't even happen. So uh, we got Chelsea Green, who literally got Santino'd, and it was <laughs> perfect. It was perfect. Yeah, try telling that to the IWC. Oh, no, 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 no. If you fucking really knew Chelsea Green, if you really knew her dumb characters, and she's, she's first off, we saw on Monday she's playing the ultimate Karen. Yeah, I read that, and then I saw Raw, and her first line was, are you the manager? Perfect. Dude, I, Rob <laughs> put it on, and I would just come jumping in and out when I got a chance, and I saw her whole backstage segment, fucking gold. Fucking gold. So you know what? If, if you're already hating on the Rumble thing, I don't know, dude. This, this whole thing turned out to be good. Uh, yeah, we go ahead. I will say the women's was slightly I'm, less predictable than the men's. We all knew Cody was going to win the men's, mm-hmm. and I think we all mainly hoped Rhea would be the winner of the yeah. women's, but it wasn't a certainty as much as certain as Cody was anyway. And then especially when it gets I, to Beth coming out earlier in the night, I thought there's no way, and that's why I changed my mind, and I shouldn't have. No, you shouldn't have. I love that we got Matt Cardona ripping on his wife. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> shit was great. I fucking love Twitter sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes where, it can be a good place. I, I'm like, where's... See, that's like the thing with me. It's, you know... And I say the thing with me because I, I, I will go ahead and claim I was one of those nerds. I dub C, whatever. That was, oh, well, maybe there'll be Muda. Maybe Tomatonga, Tongaloa. You know, the idea, the possibility of something new, fresh, crazy, off the wall. Hey, guess what, motherfucker? Uh, we stated a couple weeks back, and old man's back in the building. 
I don't give a shit if he's running creative or not. These fun ideas are not, they're, they're done. They're done. The mood, great mood wasn't coming. Will he end up being in the, in the Hall of Fame? Maybe. I mean, maybe. That's a possibility. That's a literal possibility, but that's it. That is it, boy. Don't expect, you know, I won't even be, I won't be surprised if they don't even sign Matt Cardona. He's, Vince is probably pissed right now that he's over here taking all the copyright shit for fucking Zack Ryder. So they can't bring him back as Zack Ryder. But, uh, I don't know. Anyway, Rhea, Rhea looked amazing. Started number yeah. one. Well, she started one, right? And, and won the yeah, whole thing. Um, her and Gunther both went right to the end. And, well, and Liv, too. Liv went. Liv was number two, right? Yeah, dude. What, way to three put of them Liv went over. The whole Wait, I mean, and just when you thought the Liv push was donezo, they're building her back up, Jack. Yeah, well, I, I, when I saw Beth coming out, I thought for sure she was going to cost Rhea to match. And I switched from Rhea to Liv halfway through the show. Where my hand is is where her hair was at. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is where her hair was at. God damn. How many? She used six cans of hairspray. I just read it right now in the Wrestling Observer. <laughs> I'm just playing. But um, speaking of Beth, and we got to talk about Edge because, like any proud husband, when, <laughs> when the wife's when the wife looks good, you you pay her a compliment, and there is no better husband compliment than the hand on the cheeks. It it, it it's it's a staple. I've used it on a daily. Uh, sometimes it gets yelled at. But it's Some, okay. Yeah, sometimes it gets you yelled at. Sometimes Edge is just like, yeah, sue me. Yeah, right? He's like, what you gonna do? <laughs> you gonna do? You gonna kick me out? Um, his comment on Twitter is he's like, he's like, okay, you caught me. He said, but come on. That's exactly, again, you're going to, you, he's like, I got caught. And <laughs> I will take full responsibility for my actions. Do you blame me? No, sir. And I am not ashamed I mean, of my actions. Gonna, not even a little <laughs> bit. He's not. Not even a little bit. You go oh, get you some edge. Okay. So the one thing I didn't bring up about the rumble and, I'm so glad that it's happening, and I'm so, and I hope it continues, and I hope we get to see it in its fullest of form. But Kana has I was literally about to say the same damn thing. Come full circle to the E, and these fans have no idea what they're installed for. Like y'all no. thought you liked Oscar, you thought you loved Oscar. Now Kana used to beat the shit out of men, grown men, guys like Minoru Suzuki, Kenny Omega, he used to beat the bricks off them. Yeah. She's the murder grandpa murder. She, yeah, that's right. She's the murderer of the murder grandpa. I like but, it. Uh, Nobody, I, nobody's ready for Kana. No, no absolutely sir. nobody's ready for Kana. Um, like, I popped, and it was great that the whole crowd popped, even though half of them probably just thought, oh, that's cool face paint. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Ooh, that's different. Yeah, but you, you oh. don't know exactly what how different. Yeah, you have no idea, player. And then um, the next night, obviously, Carmella comes back on Raw, runs into Kana. I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for Asuka. Yeah, and the stuff starts coming out the mouth. And uh, okay, so, I'm going head out. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, but man, um, either way, it's a, it's a new side of Asuka in WWE. Mm. So, mm-hmm. and, and obviously a much darker side. So, um, she needed who, a revamp. Who the hell knows what's going to happen with Asuka at WrestleMania? I'm here for it. Hell, yeah, what maybe she's winning the chamber and she's facing Bianca. Ooh. Mm. I, I don't know. I feel like they don't want Bianca to lose at Mania, but then again, eh, we'll see. I don't know. I, I don't hate that idea. I got a feeling it's going to be uh, Alexa again. Mm. Oh. I, mean, that's, that's, I, don't, that's, I don't think that storyline's done. 
Maybe, maybe not. Um, I kind of wish that we got more Uncle Howdy like interference or whatever in her match. Oh man, Uncle Howdy. But yeah, like I got it. We got to talk about that. Um, so the pitch talk black about overshooting. So pitch black match. Uh, it was a rave. Um, yeah. I haven't been to the rave. I haven't been to a rave since uh, at least two thousand and eight. So I forgot how colorful it was. Um. L.A. Knight, I'm not his biggest fan, and I could totally go on and rip him right now, but um, he helped build the shit out of this fucking feud. He helped get Bray, you know, in this nice position, and then they just said, hey, guess what? You're going to go get your ass beat something fierce in the middle of a rave, and then there you go. So uh, I kind of feel bad for L.A. Knight now, which is weird, me saying that, by the way. I get a weird feeling in my gut. I feel like I'm in a Yeah, that is weird. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but I mean, because this whole thing was so fucking bad. It was just, it was, it was basic as all hell. It, it looked like absolute crap. I mean, Bray we're cool. talking Bray Wyatt's very first match back is not uh, a meaningful one on one feud. It's not a hell in a cell. It's not, you know, uh, something or another. It is a sponsored bullshit match that the last sponsored bullshit match we had was the zombies so you already have a bad taste in your mouth because of the reality of a sponsorship um and then this whole thing happens uh he looks cool sure why not i mean if you were high enough uh bray puts this mask on after the match that made him impervious to pain but you had no idea yeah whatever you had no idea he was fucking wearing the goddamn thing Cause it just fucking blended so well. So I was like, how did that happen? I, for like 20 minutes for at least 25, 35 seconds was like, did he just like mark his face and like the paint change color or something? Cause that'd be cool. But no, it's a goddamn mask. Uh, fucking dudes on top of the gimmick. It looks like they're outside for some dumb reason. Like I see buildings in the background. I so confused of what's going on. Uh, Uncle Howdy, who is obviously Bo Dallas at this point. Why? Because I've never seen anybody miss a fucking move so bad other than a guy named Bo Dallas. So The only time I've seen an elbow drop miss that bad was when Shane McMahon jumped after Titan Tron. But you can excuse him for that because it was like 50 feet in the fucking air. Oh, yeah. How the hell am I going to control myself? So there's a reason why, why Bo botched that. And it's very simple. He didn't believe. I was going to say, no, he didn't believe believe in himself. That's what happened. Maybe, maybe he was like the top hat stayed on and everything. Maybe that hindered the flight or whatever, but oh, yeah, completely he, overshot the elbow drop. He fucking soared an extra um, seven feet because of a top hat. You could maybe glance past it on first viewing, but then they fucking replayed it at the same angle and in same slow angle. motion. Oh, yeah. So watch him miss. Like, oh, thanks, bro. Like, Fucking Way Kevin to put Dunn. over my athletic prowess, asshole. Are we are we sure Shane's not backstage again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I they, they, they fucking Show yeah, it again. Bo, Bo's like, I gotta take a shit, dude. You're on in fight. I'll be super quick. And he, Shane's like, get me dressed. I'm not waiting <laughs> for this. I'm not. I, nope, nope. And he goes out there, and that that was that's what happened. That was fucking Shane doing a dive like a jackass. Oh my goodness gracious. It wasn't even that high up. Why Why did he jump so hard? I don't know. That's my exact maybe, question. 
I don't know, like when you when you look at it from above from the second angle, you can see like obviously there was a section cut out that was supposed to drop and that's what it went yeah. through. Maybe maybe LA Knight was in the wrong spot. I was just gonna say, I was like, you know, maybe we're not blaming LA Knight enough. Yeah, maybe, but um I mean surely they rehearsed that spot. I mean hell, Vince maybe even took the dive. <laughs> you know how he dove off the friggin' platform at Mania Hold on, a wait a minute, years wait. ago. They didn't rehearse a motherfucking thing because if they did, they wouldn't have missed. They wouldn't have fucking missed. Like, <laughs> come on, now you already know. I mean, let's. I mean, I'm. If we're gonna use the old man, the old man would be. Well, God damn it, you're afraid. Let me do this, and he'll do the fucking you know the rip line or whatever like that. And if it's broken, he'll tell him to fucking fix it. You know, he yeah. didn't do the Owen one, so thank God for that. Otherwise, he'd probably the whole company would be different. But it's. No, it, 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 this was just bullshit, and it's going to remain bullshit, and it's going to keep a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth, especially mine, for a little bit. But, like, this could have easily, and we because we kept playing on it last week, this could have easily tied into the Alexa match. Yeah. And not one iota until after the fact. It's like, but why? Why did you, why, why is it after the fact? Why, why can't we attempt to do this story, like, right now? Why yeah. couldn't Uncle Howdy cost her and then now she has to turn evil to find out why are you fucking with me? Yeah, the, the women's title match was kind of glossed over. It was almost just, meh. Oh, oh it happened. Oh, it's over. Okay. Oh, it's over? Yeah, exactly. The I crowd seemed kind of dead for it. Yeah. Well, because yeah, they was just had a really... bullshit thing before it. They, they, they built it up and everything. So that Alexa's obviously turning into this darker character again, and then there was like nothing in the match. Nah, nothing. nothing and Bianca right. beat her kind of so easily; it, it made no sense. <sighs> Still don't make no fucking sense. And we're four days out. <laughs> Yo, you feel that rumbling on the drums? It ain't. If they ever find out where you're from, then you're done Where I come from, this is fun in the sun Meeting uncomfortable in the slums where you run <laughs> So everybody put your hands up, hands up Every single time you stand up, stand up Let them know they can't ban us, ban us Yeah, I bet they can't stand us, stand us And what happened was in his fire was Before we continue with what's happened this week, let's go back a little further in time with this week in wrestling history. Will do. Obviously, we missed it last week uh, with it being podcast from rumble we had a lot to get through there's a lot of royal rumble history this week <laughs> hell yeah let's go um kicking it off with 
January 27th, 2013, CM Punk's iconic 434-day reign as WWE Champion was brought to an end at the Royal Rumble as The Rock won his first title in over 10 years. Um, This was the first WWE pay-per-view I watched live in three years. Um, Because in those three years, I was just watching Impact. And needless to say, Punk brought me back. I was excited for this match. And I was a little ticked off that Punk had to surrender his reign to a part-timer, even if it was a rock. Mm-hmm. Like, shit, that's my childhood, and I'm booing him because he just beat Punk. Yeah, he beat the guy that was on top of the world because, you know, that's what we all want, some fucking old hand that's been gone for 10 years. And you know, people talk about Punk's reign like as if they treated him like royalty. He never main evented a pay-per-view that entire nope. reign. He was nope. still playing second fiddle to Cena. I was just going to say, don't forget, yeah, he was the red-headed stepchild of this whole thing, <laughs> yeah. even though he was champ. Vince hated right. him. Still does. Crazy. 434 days. Didn't main events a single goddamn pay-per-view. Not, Not even WrestleMania, because, of course, Cena Rock. Why? I mean, the first one was okay. The second one was ass. That's the once in a lifetime, lifetime again, we go again. What? <laughs> We're doing it again. Okay. Oh, man. What if L.A. thrice in a lifetime? No. Now I wouldn't care. You want to put them old fuckers in there for the third time? Let's fucking (laughs) ride, boy. I'll buy that ticket. Um, Cena also won the Rumble that year, too. Hey, Um, January 27th, 2019, after losing to Asuka in the opening title match, Becky Lynch took advantage of an injured... (coughs) Wait, was it Carmella or was it Lana? It was Lana. Lana. Um, and convinced WWE officials, mainly Fit Finley for some reason, yeah. to uh, let her take um, that spot in the Women's Rumble. Becky, of course, went on to win the Rumble and defeat Charlotte and Ronda Rousey in the first ever Women's WrestleMania main event for both women's titles. And unfortunately, yeah. the match was a little lackluster. That's right. You're goddamn the, the fellow Irishman. Let me in there, my fellow Irishman. And he's like, oh, get in there with my shillelagh. And there he goes. That was the only connection I could make. Okay, they're both Irish, but why Why does Fit Finley get a say over who goes in the match? Because he's got a big shillelagh. <laughs> uh, that's literally like, I was like, fuck it. He was the old head out there. There he was like, well, nobody else yeah. is around, so go ahead. Hurry up before he, they change their mind. Quick before Pep Buck gets out here. Exactly. That's the truth <laughs> right there. He, I can see him running now. Uh, January 28th, 2018, the age of the Switchblade began as yeah. Jay White became the second IWGP US champion, defeating Kenny Omega at New Beginning in Sapporo. Fuck, I love that reign. That was great. And Kenny was champion for like 200 plus days before Jay dethroned him. But this is this was the time where Kenneth Jerome Omega was literally everything that was professional wrestling. And yeah. when Jay beat him, you're like, hold on, what? And then Dang. just to see the um, fucking humongo star that Jay became after that, all thanks to Kenny's start. Yeah, Kenny was like the original Cody, unfucking deniable. Unfucking deniable is is an understatement. Goddamn <laughs> understatement. Uh, also on January 28th, but in 2007, after 17 years, The Undertaker finally won a Royal Rumble match, entering at number 30. And last, eliminating Shawn Michaels to punch his ticket to WrestleMania. Okay, that's some goddamn trivia I didn't know. You're going to tell me The Undertaker, who debuted in, I want to say, 91, 92? 90. And 90, 90. excuse me. Okay, so hold the fucking phone. 
This this son of a motherfucker started in ninety. It took him seventeen some bitch ass years yeah. to fucking win the damn. Um, Are you kidding me? Only ever won the one Royal Rumble that took that long. He obviously he main evented Mania uh, thirteen against Sid, but yeah. he obviously Stone Cold won the Rumble that year and disqualified. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, we can get to that retro. Can't wait. <laughs> Um, and I believe he defeated Edge at WrestleMania. Oh, was it Batista? Batista sounds more like it. Or maybe it, it was, was Edge. Big Bad Dave. 2007, yeah. Was it like Big Bad Dave? Dave? Okay. Oh, yeah, then they had the rematch at Backlash. It was last <laughs> <and Sunday. laughs> Um, January 29th, 2007, the night after the Rumble, John Cena yeah. and Shawn Michaels won the World Tag Team titles, defeating Rated RKO. They went on to become the first tag team champions to face each other at WrestleMania as Cena defended the WWE title against Michaels. And Michaels should have won one last fucking world title at WrestleMania. Yeah, well, but Cena was untouchable for those The only years. time you get nostalgia is with Dewey. Right. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Um, I still... I, I'm still very, very much a fan of Cena's entrance that year at WrestleMania, though, even though I don't really believe it was him anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But whoever it was drove the shit out of that Mustang straight into the arena. Fuck yeah, he did. Probably was him. That guy's got cars coming out of his fucking nose. Uh, January 30th, 2005. Despite a botch finish where both Batista and Cena went over the top rope, and Vince McMahon tore both his quads just getting into the ring. He's um, so mad. Walking down there. God damn it, you bastards. And then just sat down. Um, Batista won the Royal Rumble and went on to turn on Evolution and defeat Triple H for the World Championship at WrestleMania 21, which is the last time WrestleMania went Hollywood. If I remember damn. right, <clears throat> the finish of that match, Batista was supposed to throw out Cena. Yeah. And it was supposed to be clean. Yeah. But uh, whatever happened, they both ended up going over the top at the same, same time. Luckily, both their f- sets of feet hit the floor at the same time by a complete Final fluke. motherfucking tame it. Yeah. Talk <laughs> about luck of the goddamn draw, man. Jesus. Can you, I can't imagine Vince getting pissed off that now he's got to put Cena in a title match at WrestleMania because he accidentally won a Royal Rumble. He's like, damn you, Cena, <laughs> you bastard. No, we're... We're pushing him at WrestleMania too, but he's going to go through JBL. Oh, God, no. Um, finally, January 31st, 2000, we started off Raw with Harvey Whippleman infamously defeating the Cat for the Women's Championship in a Lumberjill oh, match. God, talk about old ass school, boy. That would be progressive Harvina. these days. Oh, Harvina man. Whippleman, yeah. Harvina Whippleman, terrible. <laughs> Um, but in the main event, Cactus Jack was disqualified in his WWE title rematch against Triple H. The following week, Jack was offered any match type he wanted for one last shot, and he chose Hell in a Cell. God, Cactus Jack was the man. You know, you look back at that feud with Triple H, I think Mick Foley's highly underrated on the mic. He's highly underrated, Jack. period. Damn, period. that feud was awesome. Fuck yeah. Hey yo, what up? It's Darby Allen, and we're about to take it to the mat. All right, now for a little bit of fun, let's see if you can get there before we do. If we don't get there in under two minutes, I will be picking up the mic and cutting a promo, sixty-second promo on whoever this mystery motherfucker is. So uh, let's see if you can get there before we do. It's time 
to guess the rest. I wonder who this could possibly be. Who is it? Who the hell is it? Guess the wrestler. He's the wrestler. Better than all the wrestlers. All right, we have two minutes on the clock. And first clue, let's go with. Ah, man. Let's go with WCW first. Uh, Two time WCW World Heavyweight Champion, two time US. Champion in WCW. Lex Luger. No, but you're in the right kind of generation. Um, two-time WWE champion. Now, slightly more obscure. Uh, NWA Northeast Heavyweight Champion. Um, CWA Heavyweight Champion. That's Continental Wrestling Association. In Southeastern Championship Wrestling, he was NWA uh, Heavyweight Champion once and Tag Team Champion with Shane Douglas. Shane Douglas. My only thing I'm trying to get at is okay of that era. Who else won the WWF title that was in WCW that won? Can't be Hogan. Well, no, Hogan. Won. Hogan we have to guess Hogan. Why not Hogan? <laughs> not Hogan. Because no. it wasn't Piper. Piper didn't win no belts over there. Um, I think Hogan was like a five-time champion, wasn't he? Uh, um, yes. The Giant. Rest- no. Uh, Wrestling Observer Awards. Um, <laughs> Most overrated, 1993. Readers' least favorite, 93. Worst on interviews, 99. And worst worked Man. match of the year in 1990 against Night Stalker. I got it. All right, go for it. That would be good old Psycho Sid Vicious. Yeah, it is. Psycho Sid. He was WCW champion? Twice. Yeah, twice. Um, whatever titles. When the fuck was he WCW champion? <laughs> and when did he win it the second time the WWF <laughs> title? I seen him just win it the first time. When the fuck else has he won that? Sid, 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 Sid. Where are you, Sid? What the fuck? He and he cuts the greatest promos of all time. <sighs> Sometimes, sometimes. Kick the leg out of his upper leg. Hurt. <laughs> Uh, so he won it the first time in Jan- oh, January 24th, 2000. Um, so the, huh? title, the title was vacant once again. Oh, when he won the WCW title. Yeah. Um, this is broke legs, Sid. All right, got you. Fine. What the so fuck? in storyline, Chris Benoit, sorry, the, the other Chris that we're not allowed to mention, was stripped of the title because he won the match, although Sid's foot was under the rope. Um, mm. So Sid then defeated the Harris brothers for the right to face Kevin Nash and then defeated Nash for the vacant title. Somebody actually um, beat Kevin Nash? Holy shit. Kevin okay. Nash then became commissioner and stripped Sid Vicious of the title due to Sid pinning the wrong Harris brother. So he only held it for a day. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> and then he won it back the same day by defeating... Kevin Nash and Ron Harris in a triangle cage match. Fantastic. When the fuck did Sid? I'm really trying to find when Sid won the belt fucking twice. When the fuck did this happen? Okay, I just oh, the WWE title. Yeah. Oh. oh, he won it again in 97. Oh, shit. So he, he had it and he loses it. 
at some point, I want to say probably to, oh, it's vacated. Ha <laughs> ah. ha! Shocker. I obviously remember him losing Sean, it to Taker. Before Sean gets hurt. Yeah, I remember him losing it to Taker too, but uh, that's what I thought his this Survivor Series title win was coming off of. I didn't know that he eventually is going to lose it back to Sean. Spoiler alert, by the way. Um, so I guess that saves you from a promo this week. Fuck yeah, thank you, DC. <laughs> I didn't want to cut a promo on big ass shit anyway. Fucking stumble and bumble and but I'm the master of the ruler of your own fucking diarrhea, asshole. I don't have half the brains that you do. Wait. You're telling me. Can, can I say that line again? We're live, nope. pal. You sure can't say it again, and you're not wrong. Well, get the hell out of my sight. <laughs> oh, God, I love him. <clears throat> now, um, last week at Podcast Promo Rumble 8, the uh, world title match ended in a little bit of controversy. You're telling me. <clears throat> so, Phoenix and the Walker engaged in fisticuffs, but the camera... Missed all of that, and all we heard was audio, and the next thing, they both laid out on the floor. So, um, the result is pending, and now we have gained a little bit more evidence to make a decision. Believe me, I'll speak. Good evening. We're gathered here today to decide the fate of the Match Wrestling World Championship following last week's controversial finish at Podcast Promo Rumble 8. I could use other words. Now, I have had both Travis and Phoenix's wounds examined by a medical professional and I can conclude first of all that Travis's wound does indeed match the use of a blunt object. <laughs> no shit, sure. Most likely the gavel, which was seen in Phoenix's hand. Therefore, in the interest of fairness, I have no choice but to follow the rules set in the contract signed by both men for last week's match. And due to the use of weapons, the Phoenix will be disqualified. As he fucking should be. However. Oh, god damn it. The Phoenix does have something to say regarding last week's finish as we saw both men laid out at the end. <sighs> well, I, I really don't know what to tell you. All I know for sure is definitely attack from behind. Again. What the fuck? Try taking me off speaker. Now, I don't know exactly who it was, but I did contact our lawyer, Chad Malcolm, last week to see if he could rip the CCTV footage from last week to see if we could find out whether or not Phoenix was attacked because, of course, the camera strangely cut feed during the scuffle. And all we saw were two bodies on the ground afterwards. Now, I suppose there was a very, very, very small possibility that they knocked each other out. But the Phoenix used the gavel to knock out Travis. So, how was Phoenix knocked out? What I can tell you is that same medical examiner examined Phoenix's wound. And there is indeed a wound on the back of Phoenix's head, also consistent with a blunt object. 
and our lawyer Chad Malcolm was successful in ripping the CCTV footage. Now I haven't seen it myself, but I've been told it does confirm that the Phoenix was attacked from behind. So in light of that evidence and the Phoenix's testimony, once again, in the interest of fairness, we have no choice but to also disqualify Travis DeWalker Anderson. Now, the rules of last week's match were very simple. If the Phoenix was to lose, he would not get a rematch against Travis for the world title. That stands. But the contract also said that if any interference happened on Travis's behalf, he would be stripped of the match wrestling world championship. And that is exactly what's just happened. The world championship is now vacant and as uh, tempting as it is to hold on to this old girl once again I'm not gonna do that I don't know exactly what's gonna happen with this world championship but I do know this it is no longer in anybody's possession Travis's reign ends today now next week we will see the CCTV footage which proves the Phoenix was attacked from behind. And maybe we'll also have a decision as to what happens with this. But until then, that's your conclusion. I guess this ain't over yet. Everybody put your hands up! Hands up! Every single time you stand up! Stand up! Let them know they can't ban us! Ban us! Yeah, I bet they can't stand us! Stand us! And I want every percent of Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. We're here every single Thursday. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, wherever mm. it is you may be joining us, and head to the website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. That's right. Still to come this week, Gig of the Week, Bachelor of the Week, Shit Mark Say. And first, we're going to take a look at the dive, the wide, wide world of professional wrestling. Yeah, so a couple of things happened the night after the Rumble. Um, obviously, Bailey and Becky was eh, axed from Raw 30. Uh, but we're getting it next week in Orlando. Yeah, we are. Um, and I, I don't know when the, the, the switch was, but they kind of brought in the whole NXT thing because it's in Orlando next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the moves. And also, they made it very personal this week. Well, yeah. But that's, I think that's the only way you're really going to get with Bailey and Becky is you're going to get awfully personal, you know. Oh, you're not even good enough for your husband. And I'm just like, oh. why, are we, why are we taking dives at, at, at Seth, you know? <laughs> Seth, Seth gave her a baby. Apparently, they're happy. So leave him alone. Why are we doing this? This is dumb. But then again, that's that's the that's the E's way of telling you this is how we believe women talk to each other. Yeah, and Bailey full named her, too. Oh, yeah. Rebecca. That part fucking killed me with the Rebecca. And I'm like, okay, Karen, calm down. It's not as if you're breaking the fourth wall. We call her Becky. Exactly. Like, it's not like this is Phil Brooks talking to Paul Levesque. Oh, yeah. Which was <laughs> a great line at the time. Well, yeah, <laughs> but that was then. Um, but, yeah, so we're getting the cage match next week, um, which should be great. Providing it's the end. Because 
we've got the chamber coming up too. Also, it's a little bit unfair to SmackDown because Raw's got both chamber matches. They got the women's oh, yeah. chamber for the right to face Bianca. Um, and they got the US title. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Motherfucker. But I know something else excited you, which was the return of Boogs. Boogs. Fucking A right. I was so happy to see Boogs. He's even more jacked than ever. Yeah, oh, the this is... freaking shape of him. He is fucking extra wide. Uh, I'm so happy he's back. Um, he tore the dog shit out of his knee, if I'm not mistaken, at Mania last yeah. year. And so he's been... spotted. Oh, even fucking worse. So, yeah, uh, he. thank God he's back. Hopefully he can stay healthy. You know, ca- lifting weights is good, but calisthenics are better. Make sure you're stretched, homeboy. And, uh... Maybe lay off the air guitar in for a little bit. Don't don't break them fingers. Oh yeah, don't break the fingers. Don't do it. Uh, he's just such a ball of energy, and he, great. Fuck, it was me. great to bring him back into a segment with the Miz because I think if anybody can match that <laughs> level of energy, well, but yeah, on but the on heel the side, side, it's the Miz. Yeah. He's just like <laughs> the, the, the look on his face was like, but why? And I'm, Boogs is I'm all happy to be double-breasted back. Double-breasted suit. Oh, so great. That my wife bought for me. That my wife. See, that's the thing that I love about The Miz lately is this, this is my wife got this. This is my daughter's this. And it's like, oh, calm down. You fucking dad. Uh, he's so good. Oh, God. So I can't. Good. I hate to say it, but he, the, the Miz is he's, he's a fucking good asshole. I Guess wonder. who's not good, though? Carmella. That's who's not good. Eh, um, She's good looking. I'll give her that. Yeah. Hey, if, she, hey, if they're good, if she's good enough looking to break up a home, I mean, come on, come on, come on, damn. Oh, we're not taking shots on this show. No, oh, sorry. She, she probably won't be after Kana eats her face. Oh yeah, and spits it back out. <laughs> um, yeah, we didn't get any other returns. Nope. That was that was nope. pretty much it for Raw. Um, Raw, Raw was mostly setting up the chamber match. Um, yeah. For the U.S. title, which is looking pretty good. Um, so we got Steph in there. Uh, we got Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Austin Fury. Austin Fury. Um, uh, Bronson Reed. Bronson, yeah. And there's, there's, uh, there's two and more Seth. TBDs. There was a set. Yeah, there's two left to be. As of right now, it's basically everybody that was in NXT at some point. Mm. But then again, that's most of the roster now. So thank God. Yeah. It's um, a good news thing, people. Be happy. And as far as the... Oh, wait a minute. The last two spots will be decided in qualifying matches on February 6th. That's this Monday. Featuring mm-hmm. Dawkins versus Damian Priest and Elias versus Montez Ford. Nice. Oh, wait. I think that's what they said backstage. I missed that. What they said. <laughs> so, realistically, it's probably going to be Priest and uh, Montez. Yeah. yeah. I would definitely say those two. Priest is on Honestly, on the rise. I say have Montez Ford win the chamber in the title. I think he's definitely going to be doing a crazy jump. I've been saying time to build Montez. Motherfucker's a goddamn extra star. He is the Booker T of right now. My, plus more, way more athleticism. Mm. Come on, he's hot. And he's can hot. he do a spinner Rooney? He can 
Are you really going to doubt his athletic prowess? <laughs> He's not Taker, you know. Uh, as far Maybe as he'll the, do a Rooney. Oh, the Kana Rooney. That, that's 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 fantastic stuff right there, Kana Rooney. Uh, as far as the women's goes for the, the shot at Bianca, we have Raquel, Nikki Cross, Liv Morgan, and Asuka with two more to be decided, which will be either Candice LeRae, Carmella, Mia Yim, or Piper Niven. Hey, thank God for Piper Niven getting oh, yeah. the fucking name back, by the Great way. Great for the name and change. Yeah. That was funny because, like, right before she came out, pretty much, Travis decided to buy Dewdrop uh, in the Fantasy League, but he refused to call her by her old name. boy. And then now she comes as fucking Piper Niven. boy. Uh, thank you, Papa H. But uh, I'm not calling me a Yim Mitchin. No, it's stupid. Stupid. But I get it that she chose it, and apparently it was her nickname as a kid, but it sounds stupid. You're f- Don't lie to me. Don't lie. You can tell me your fucking bullshit nickname as a child was assassin? Was a, apparently it was the fucking term assassin in Korean? Fuck out of here. You're going to tell me that you were hanging out in the fucking schoolyard one day, getting pushed on the swing by your fucking best friend, Jimmy, in the fourth grade. And they're like, Meacham, Meacham, come say hi to Billy. And Billy just so happens to be fucking Korean. And he's like, they call you assassin. Bam. Send her home right now. Spend it. You fucking kidding me? No, That'd me- be dumb as hell. Meacham means crazy. Is it crazy? Okay. Uh, that's more believable. Yeah. Yeah. Still, I don't believe that anybody gives fucking... Either. Who the hell calls a kid crazy all day long? I mean... Stupid, maybe. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize guy. she's like an official member of the OC now. I I'm sorry, hang out with him. Well, I mean, according to Wikipedia. Um, she performs on the Raw brand under the ring name Michimia Yim and is a member of the OC. Calm down on the White Claws, Michim. I mean, hey. If it works, but I just thought she was hanging out with AJ and the boys. Hey, fucking. I guess drinking buddies get into the BC extra easy. Come on with it. Well, just don't be taking any pictures together because Twitter will have a meltdown again. Fuck yeah, they will. Uh, Yeah, so that's pretty much it. Um, On AEW, however, um, we kicked it off with just a chaotic brawl, really, with Mox and Hangman. Shit out of each other. All over the arena. Beat the bricks, oh my lord. I had just seen a match where guys were just beating the crap out of each other to beat the crap out of each other, and I was like, yep, this is another one. And we're still not done. No, they're they're plugging for a fourth one. I guess they they didn't like how the first one ended, which, again, nobody blames them. But still, now they're dying to have another one. You got to save it for the pay-per-view, right? Yeah, I mean, we're getting closer to Revolution now. we got like a month to go. Yeah, I was going to say, we're maybe four weeks little maybe maybe five at the most, but no, I think four is more like it. But yeah, save it for the pay-per-view. Have it be a Texas death match. There you go. They could both bleed their ass off. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, I uh, I haven't really seen any comments, but I imagine it was a lot of, oh, Mark's blood again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, we even made fun of it too. I mean, fucking <laughs> goddamn Tyler hit up the goddamn chat. He's like, breaking news, Mox is bleeding. Oh, wait, sorry about the spoiler. And I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> it, I mean, it should be a part of a drinking game for AEW every week. <laughs> oh, dude, we'd be hammered. Are you kidding me? No, we'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> take a shot every time fucking you see we get a camera cut of Mox full of blood. Oh, dead, Jack. You know Renee's probably back there just singing, oh, God damn it. Again? She's the one telling the doc get the glue ready. Can you, he's, it's all over. Like, and it's on his gear now. I have to wash that. How many tetanus shots do you suppose that dude has had? He, he lost count. I lost count for him. Is there a number? Is there a number <laughs> high enough? He gets one every fucking quarter, you know, every four months he gets a new tetanus shot. I wonder if Renee has like friends coming over and they spot just clothes drying and there's blood. Is that blood? Is that blood? Yeah. Don't ask questions. Again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where you go outside and there's just this gnarly patch of the grass that's just been fucking covered with blood so it doesn't grow grass. <laughs> like, what's that all about? That's where I hose his clothes off. I'm sorry. That's, what? Uh, that's John's patch. That's John's patch. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Um, I like the fact that it was. Um, Claudio, who pretty much sent Hangman away, she's like, "No, just, just go, just get the fuck out of here, dude." Cool-headed Claudio, I like that. Yeah, I, I was waiting for Dark Order to come down too, though. Uh, I mean, what's left of them? I was gonna say there's not much left of them, so I don't, I don't know. But I mean, I, I get you, I get the vibe. Um, but we go on from that to the acclaimed defeating the bootleg Beverly Brothers. Yes, dude. I thought that's exactly who this was. I was like, is that who's uh No, that's not them. And then I got lost and I didn't give a shit, so but fucking hell. Um He's he's gonna do it. He's gonna turn. Eh, Billy. I mean that's kinda obvious, isn't it? And yeah. not only is he, he, he we get the ass boys are the first heel champs of twenty twenty three. Really? Like, yeah. that's I mean, where we're at right now. Oh, haven't I been calling this since the Acclaimed won the titles? Well, yeah, but I mean, well, yeah, because it fits so fucking well. But it's like, this is really where we're at. It's it's uh, it's yeah. it's Billy forcing the Acclaimed into a title match against his sons. And he's going to end up fucking over the Acclaimed because, well, those are my sons. And... Then what? Then what happens? Where does the acclaim go? Where's FTR at? Are they going to come after those belts? Is anybody going to do anything? This, for me, is a giant stop sign of progression. You officially crown these nerds, you get heat, and then there begins the what next? What next? What next? What next? And unless that what next is like the House of Black going in there and murdering them dead, I don't know what else there is. I don't know what else there can be. Give it to the Bucks. There you go. I just made everybody mad. You know, even better, just just give it to Mark Briscoe. Just give yep yeah, combination Mark Briscoe. Like let, let him be the Ultimo Dragon of the tag team division, being the one man tag team. I'm the tag team champions, all of them. Hey, that's right. I like that. He's the Sussex County Chicken. Let's be real here. First off, he would play that brilliantly. Can you imagine him like? Criming all over the back of like a golf cart in his in his farm. I got all these goddamn tablets. 
I can see it now. But realistically, awesome. I, I, I think it's going to be him and Claudio at the next Ring of Honor yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's pushing for that now. Hey, if you want to make LA happy, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. If Tony Khan doesn't do that, missed opportunity. Well, okay, wait, hold on, because you gotta, you, you gotta be for real on that whole gimmick. I think if they don't pull the trigger on him being an uh, Ring of Honor champ, uh, at least world champ, give him, give him the TV title shot. Have him go out there and beat Joe. If Joe is this unbeatable, crazy motherfucker, guess who's going to beat him? The the, uh, the quirky southerner who just so happens to roll him up out of nowhere with teeth falling out of his mouth. Mark winning the TV title would be funny because how long did it fucking take Tony Khan to convince Warner to put him on TV? Exactly. So that's perfect. It's a big, <laughs> giant middle finger to Warner. I like it so much. And look at the numbers that that did for them. Yeah, they got over a mil. Come on. The, and and then, it was Mark okay. freaking Briscoe. Hold on. Do you really want to know the impact? And I hate that I'm bringing this up to act like this is a true impact on, on how it works. But Mark Briscoe not only garnered helped garner a million viewers for TNT, he got Jim Cornette liking the show. And if you can wow. convince Cornette to like AEW during all this bullshit, guess what? Cornette cronies are going to turn on. And they're going to watch because he's guy to them. I had to put if that you can convince them. Cornette to like anything. Yeah. Hell, he was even putting over Dave for a little bit, for fuck's sake. I was like, what the hell's wrong with Corny? He's all in his feelings. He hadn't had his uh, Dairy Queen yet. Or is it his Mountain Dews? Countless Mountain Dews. Jesus Christ. Um, so... I, I kind of like how personal it got, even though the mics didn't fucking work again. Yeah, dude. Um, well, I, hold on. Wait, I think what it was is they thought Billy was too hot and probably going to say something stupid. So I think they pre-cut him on accident. Like thinking like, nah, he's going to tell him like, look here, you sons of bitches or something like that. And they're just like, we don't need to get fined. So they cut him. They he got fucking furious, slams the thing on the ground and just goes on about his thing and walks away. Good energy, good heat, I get it, but I mean, like, if you know storytelling even a little bit, you all fucking signs are pointing to watch me turn for the sake of my kids. Yeah. And I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I do because it's the ass boys. Yeah, the closer we get to it, the more I'm like, please don't. Yes, exactly. It's like, Pro- it was always in the wrong. back. It was always in the back of your head, like, this is a possibility. This could really happen. Yeah, but will it? And then it's like, it's really going to happen. No, come on. We, we thought you were joking. Well, nope. Look how popular they are. Exactly. Look how popular they are. <laughs> but uh, they're, they're saving up their fine money for Marx's next F-bomb. Oh, that or Rick Ross's return. Oh, gee. I mean, <laughs> hell, I fucking don't know which one will be worse, honestly. <laughs> you big motherfucker. You big motherfucker. Swerve, the young legend. That's we're making never gonna history. Get <laughs> oh Rick. Um Takashita defeats Brian Cage. Um Stuff. I mean Stuff. I I I don't know how I feel about it because Brian Cage lost a lot of matches, but both of them are kind mm-hmm. of on a bit of a burn right now. Oh yeah. 
Well, I mean, you got Cage being six-man champ, so, I mean, there's something for him to fall back on. Um, he's big, jacked up, and does cool stuff. He's the machine, so... Uh, he is, unfortunately... He is the video game guy of this era where a lot of his stuff doesn't, it's not meant to make sense. It's not meant to flow. He's just the big guy to do some shit. And it's like, cool, I guess. I think maybe. So I don't know. I really kind of don't. I'm, I, I am a fan of Brian Cage. I'm not going to completely shit on him. But the reality of the matter is, is it's true. His, his matches do not garner much of attention, but um, at least it helped got uh, Takeshita over. My man, yeah. ta- take a shitter is what I call him now. Take, when I'm, when I'm like it, take a shitter. Uh, and we, we, of course, saw him later on in the night as Dan- Danielson defeats uh, Timothy Thatcher. Thank you to Takeshita, um, preventing interference from MJF. That whole match, boy, I was like, I may or may not have a boner right now. Uh, it was slowly, systematically dismantling him. Okay, the thing that kills me is well, not kills me because I totally understand why he didn't make it in the E because he's not a sports entertainer. He's a fucking full blown professional wrestler. He is Vern Gagne. He is old school. He is whatever you want to call. It. He's Billy Robinson if you want to get fucking technical and go that goddamn far back. Okay, that's exactly what he is. He is the ugly guy with fucked up teeth who will go in there, stretch you, stretch you, and stretch you some more. And it was gloriously great. And his yeah. selling is awesome. Keep him. Keep him, AEW, please. Yeah. Um, who's Danielson got next? Uh, Roosh. Roosh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I fucking love how goddamn MJF walks in there and he's got this whole briefcase full of money. He's like, he's like this, this is just because I want to give it to you, pretty much. That's what he told me. He's just like, but if you break his arm. There'll be five of these. And I'm like, God damn, that's what you want for a broken arm? You're giving all the money away for a broke arm. I'm like, how about you come up to a normal cat like myself? I break his motherfucking arm today. Translate. He lives in San Diego, I think. MGS like, translate. Okay. Translate. That was what he says. Oh, yeah. Gets the response. Dipshit. Translate. <laughs> oh, yeah, dipshit. Translate. Oh, God. That and then, um, was it, uh, what, was it Vance? Is it Vance Pro- Warner? Preston no, Vance. Yeah, but I don't know what his, Preston Vance, his new name you. is. Whatever the fuck, bro. Okay, uh, you know, here we go. Um, TK, I know you're listening, and if you're not, now's the time to turn up your fucking hearing device. No, I do, now understand. Um, like Carlitos Way, uh, you know, American Me. There's a lot of Mexican American movies that emphasize the gangster white boy. Okay, and and I'm not saying I need you to watch the E. I'm just saying I need you to to look at how they're portraying Dominic, okay? He is basically the white boy. I mean, yes, he's Mexican, but he's basically the white boy that went to jail and got turned ghetto. That's basically what the whole gimmick is. I need Preston Vance to be more. First off, he needs black hair. Dead ass. I don't give a shit what his beef is. I don't care if he's married and uh, my kids won't reckon. I don't give a fuck, homie. You need black hair or at least dark brown hair something. You need dark hair. You have to play the Latino way. You need to fully indulge yourself in that fucking culture. And then on top of that, to make matters even better, he he needs to start cutting promos in Spanglish. Start them in English, hit some words in Spanish, finish it in English. I think it would be good for him. It's a great little push for him. It's one of those things that makes you look at him differently and I think in the end of it, if they do it right, he could garner all the attention and take it 
even away from Rouge. He could be the lead guy at the end of this thing if they do it right. Yeah. Um, Pero Pedigroso is his new name. Pero Pedigroso? What the hell? Translates what to the... dangerous dog. I mean, at least it's not Big Bill. Don't call boss man. He's going to take your dog and do something with it. What the hell? Don't, don't eat the chili. Don't eat do the not chili. Not eat the chili. Especially not with a little pepper in it. No, oh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> uh, I want to know how many people are too young to understand these references. Oh, all of them. Every single one. Of them. <laughs> Can we just pretend that that match never happened? We can't because the we ma- have to reference it in funny ways forever. So it's never going to go away. The, ma- the match was awful, but the storyline was great. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, meanwhile, JAS uh, have issued a gauntlet to Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. The, um, the, the, man, what, the, fact the trials the Garcia, of Jericho Guevara, or something like that? Yeah, got the so he, Guevara got, Garcia gauntlet or something stupid. Some bullshit like that. I forgot this dumbass name, but yeah, he's got to be um, everybody in fucking the JAS pretty much minus like Hager and whatever. So he's got to beat uh, Matt Menard. He's got to beat 2.0. And then after he beats those guys, um, I guess in the same night or something like that, he's got to fight either Sammy or Danny and... He won't know until that match goes on. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah, and all this just for a one-on-one with Jericho. Which we'll get at the pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost positive of it. It's like Danielson. You have got it. You cannot lose a match until a pay-per-view if you want to get a title shot. So he's obviously going to get a title shot. Well, yeah. We're, that means he's just going to keep winning. He's just going to keep winning. They're going to beat the shit out of him, and he's going to find a way to win. He's getting the WrestleMania build right now. <laughs> But I love how we can see the writing on the wall in these AEW storylines, and we still love them. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, because again, we get great matches along the way. Well, not only that, but it's, first off, when we already understand the story, let me, hold on, that's that's what I wanted to They bring don't to treat us like idiots. Not only that, I mean, that's first off, that's a thousand percent, a thousand percent. But not only that, as professional wrestling fans, when uh, we understand the story, it's not obvious storytelling it's not oh it's been done over and over again it makes sense it has continuity it has logic and because of that we're able to foresee it and be excited for it so yeah keep that going i like that move keep that going um yeah we we swayed away from take a sheeta but um take a sheeta we, we continued oh, yeah. with a brawl backstage before Renee yeah. announced that Tony Khan has booked them in a match next week. That's right. Yeah, he went to came he came and helped out B-Dry so B-Dry can pick up the dub. But yeah, brawled all the way in the back. Obviously, he'll lose to MJF, but he'll beat the shit out of him for, for <laughs> Brian. So, hey, let's go. Yeah. Um, and I love uh, MJF's reaction. Obviously, not happy. Of but course he, not. Then Taz's reaction. Wait, MJF didn't agree to this? No, no and... Man in the mask is... No, but Tony Khan did. Yeah, right? But he's a champ. He should have some input on who he fights. And I'm like, dude, Taz, what the fuck? Are you coming back? Are you going to be a fucking manager again, dude? Calm down. Yeah, when did he become a heel commentator? I I guess when he decides to be. Fair fair enough. (laughs) I want to be Corey Graves right now. (laughs) 
Um, or Graves. Semi-main event, Jade picks up her 50th win over Red Velvet to absolutely nobody's surprise except Red Velvet uh, to retain the TPS title. Shouldn't be a like, surprise, bitch. There's no harm in Jade continuing to win, but she needs competition for it to continue. Like, Velvet was never going to win. It's not even competition anymore. It's... What are we doing with you? Where the fuck are we going? She's officially beat everybody that's not on the upper class of the women's division yeah. twice. Twice. At least. The the only way she can get, move on is to just vacate that title, stay undefeated, and go for the women's title. Yeah, at that point. She's Goldberg. But yeah. Good. But better. Wait, hold on. I don't see. I don't know. I don't. Is she though? Is she really better? Is she good, or is this exactly that? Is this exactly just Goldberg, a, a obvious dominant force that's being fed low end mid carters and regular mid carters and has been given no true competition? I mean, I believe she's had a couple of matches with some decent names, yeah. But I don't think she's ever wrestled a Britt Baker. Uh, <laughs> she's never wrestled a Thunder. Oh no, she did wrestle Thunder Rosa, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm beating her. Okay, exactly. Okay, so then there's a couple of that she's hit, but she, not a hater, not a Britt Baker. You know, she hasn't be, she hasn't faced Soraya. She hasn't faced you know uh, Tony Storm. You know what None. I mean? There's names. There's names out there where she hasn't faced yet. So it's like, I've always loved the idea again. Cash in your shitty title to go for the other one. You know, Warrior did it at Mania to to get his shot at Hogan. You know, I think even though he won the Rumble is how he got his thing. No, what happened? He just got it. He just got it. Well, yeah. Oh, no. over his motherfucker, baby. He just happened to be IC champion. Yep, he, loaded up, he loaded up the uh, rocket ship. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Understood. Gotcha. Um, what. But that that's the thing. We need to believe that there's a chance Jade could lose for it to be yes. more intriguing. Yeah. We're in there. Every, every time she wrestles now, we know she's going to win. Yeah, and either you're excited to see how she's going to do it or you don't care and you go to your bathroom breaks. No, but I mean, I, I will say she has improved. Like, we, we keep saying oh, she yeah. keeps improving. I don't really see any green right now. She's she's no, reached she's... that level where she's consistent. Yeah, I'll give you that for sure. She has definitely gotten on a consistent, better basis for sure. Uh, and finally, man, wild main event. Um, did not expect Darby Allen to drop the title so soon. Neither did I, but I also didn't expect Joe to beat the <laughs> dog motherfucking shit out of him. Darby is literally, oh, hey, so um, throw me. Where? I don't care. Don't tell the elf. What? Yeah, just throw me all <laughs> over the place. Yeah, seriously, yeah, don't tell the elf. And just fucking throw me here, throw me there, throw me against this, beat me with that, hit me with this, do this and this. Joe literally just decided I'm going to take out all like, my childhood anger out on Darby Allen. And that was like the greatest therapy session he's ever had, and it was fucking crazy. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't remember how Joe got split open over his eye, but I do remember at one point Darby just says, "Watch my thumb go in there," and I screamed at a fucking pure horror. Yeah, oh. and also the uh, the thumbtack jacket probably sounded better on paper. He can't get the thing on. It was fine like, coming out wearing it, but he couldn't get the fucking thing back on. Should have just kept it on and wrestled with it. Just sweat your ass off. I mean, 
You look like an idiot putting it on like, ow, it's Pokemon. Ow, it's Pokemon. Ow, it's Pokemon. Yeah, we know. It's got thumbtacks. The idea was pretty cool. I will do a coffin drop with you wearing the thumbtack jacket. Man, that's sick. But you can't get the fucking jacket on. So I'll just I'll just hold it around my neck. Damn it. Bastards. But yeah, Joe, Joe beat the shit out of him. And it was nice to see a little rejuvenation in Wardlow when he came back out, too. He got a decent reaction. Fuck yeah. Um, I mean, and I didn't think I was going to get used to Wardlow with short hair, but it suits him. I mean, I was definitely one of those guys where I was just like, uh, that's why you look weird. They cut your hair. And I totally had forgot about it, honestly. But then it, it's... um. I don't hate it. It's just he looks he looked like a giant Randy Orton to me. I'm sorry. He looked like giant Randy Orton. I was just yeah. like, I'm sorry. I what w- the hell? I was thinking a mix between Evolution Batista and Evolution Orton. There you go. That's a <laughs> no. perfect one. That's perfect. I, I didn't see Orton. And until he starts crapping in women's you know, gear bags, he's not Orton. <laughs> oh, crapping in the bag. No, don't do it. So we're obviously getting Joe and Wardlow again. Um, mm. Don't know what's next for Darby. Meh. But it just uh, feels like... Yeah, definitely after Bed that match. <laughs> that too. <laughs> it, it feels like Darby was a transitional champion where we thought he was on a hot run. Yeah, that's uh, that's what makes this whole thing so much worse. I brought up the point yesterday... I, I think they put the title on Darby just so that they could have the title in Japan and be seen in Japan. Mm-hmm. Because he had it's it, what, three weeks, four weeks? Just just time for Wardlow to take some time off and then come back. And it felt like that's all he was holding it for now, but... Eh. Yeah, it was literally, yeah, it was literally for Joe to get healed up and leave or come right back, and it's like, huh? Yeah, but it it was also surprising when Joe dropped one of the titles so soon, too, because he was on this hot gimmick as the king of television, and now he's king of television again. So, I I don't know. It just felt like a weird detour that we've now just come back to where we were in the first place. Mm. But yeah, at least we got a brutal match out of it. Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) I mean, yeah, there are some positives to the so-called negative. No, it wasn't disappointing, just unexpected. Yeah, there you go. I'll yeah, I'll give you that. I can totally give you that because it's just it's. It, I'm with you. It wasn't like, fuck, goddamn Joe, why, fucking why. It was more like, well, why'd you do Darby like that? <laughs> but then again, it's 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 if it's leading towards Wardlow winning it back, um, I guess. Uh, I kind of want him to lose and then just Joe give it to somebody else again because I feel like Joe has that extra. He's got that upper echelon. He is a main eventer-esque guy. Yeah. Unlike Wardlow, he was just Wardlow. You yeah, know I, mean? I don't know what went wrong with Wardlow. Everything. He he was so hot right up until he won the title. He was popcorn, but unsalted <laughs> and unbuttered. Ooh. Exactly. Exactly. All fucking bad. We, we don't do butter. We we do salt or sugar. Oh, what? Sugar in my popcorn? No. Let's go. Use kettle corn. No, I'm trying sugar in my popcorn. Fuck that. <laughs> well, it's like glazed in sugar. 
Sorry. It's all nice and shiny and sweet. Oh, fuck. Come on with it. I need that kind of popcorn, boy. <laughs> um, all right. So I don't know who <coughs> to predict for this one, but let's find out this week's Geek of the Week. Come on. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy proceed. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. All right, so multiple Geek of the Weeks, um, just a fucking plethora of them. We're going to start <laughs> with the IWC, and the IWC gets Geek of the Week honors because for weeks on end, the Great Muda, Tomatonga, Tongaloa, uh, Hikaleo, uh, your grandma's ass, I don't know, everybody and their mama was going to be in the Rumble, and guess who showed up? Nia fucking Jax, you're welcome, and we hate you all for it. So because of that, Geek of the Week honors. Uh, WWE, you get Geek of the Week honors because you allow fucking sponsors to sponsor a match and you give us absolute dog shit in a bag. If I wanted dog shit in a bag, I would watch Billy Madison over and over again and have the guy scream, it's poop again. So at least that would be funny. This he is not. called the shit poop. Oh, fuck. Thank you, DC. That was perfect. <laughs> and then lastly, I have to do this. Um, I wrote AEW, but it's more towards Tony Khan or whoever's in charge of the merchandise uh, division over there in AEW. A couple, I want to say a week ago, AEW was hit with a lawsuit by, uh, what was it, Wrestle, uh, what is it, CFX. And um, CFX apparently is the people that design or is the guy that designed the mask that Luchasaurus wore. Well, they were given permission for him to use it. They were not given permission for them to sell it. So once they started making money on it, they said, ah, we want our bread. So because of that, the marketing department in AEW gets Geek of the Week as well because nobody thinks before they act. And that definitely goes for every single one of these geeks this week. Now, why you're seeing this is it's I guarantee you it's a direct result of the lawsuit that WWE and 2K got over Randy Orton's tattoos. Yeah, hey, hey, people hey. saw that that lawsuit was successful, and they thought, "Huh, ridiculously successful, Money. ridiculous." But a baby, like okay, you're, here. You're, you're you're the artist, but it's his body. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Like CM Punk, I get it because that's literally a company logo. Yeah, I was gonna say, motherfucker <laughs> got Pepsi on his goddamn arm <laughs> like an asshole. Um. All right. Now for the best slur of the week, and there is only one this week. Like, I could branch out to multiple people from the Rumble, but I think this one stands out the most. Um, he lasted longest in the Royal Rumble. Sets a new record for standard rumbles, got to the final two, and still looked capable of winning, even though he was against the most predictable winner. Um, I think WWE see a lot of money in him, and this performance should have left them with no doubts. This week's best Lord of the Week is Gunther. The ring is a secret. I had to do it. <laughs> the ring general, Walter. He's the fucking man. By the way, the one thing we didn't touch on, by the way, for a guy who went over an hour in the Rumble, he didn't look winded for a second. No. Not one second. And he's his conditioning massive. is insane. 
how the hell are you that big and in that shape? God damn, boy. Crazy. Uh, well, thank you to everybody that helped us kick off 2023 events with a bang with last week's podcast, Pomer Rumble 8. We saw Kenny Killer retain his knowledge championship. We saw DC become your new television champion. And right, there's the title. And now we are firmly on the road to Promo Mania 8. Our two-night event of epic proportions comes your way March 28th and 30th. And we cannot wait. Already, it is an event that you cannot afford to miss. The first ever Max Wrestling Tag Team Championships will be crowned. As the modern day outlies, Corey will team with my man, Travis the Walker Anderson, as they face the Dragon Club's Phoenix and the Shape to be ta- crowned Tag Team Champions. Yeah, it is brothers in arms versus cousins in blood. Ooh, I love that. After winning the title last week, DC has now decided he will not only face the Demon S in the guaranteed main event, but will now also defend the television championship in the same match. I I have done everything that I said I was going to do. I said I was going to win the Iron Bank. I did it. I said I was going to cash in on the greatest champion Max Wrestling has ever seen. I did it. I said I was going to walk in the podcast promo rumble and walk out your new television champion. I did it. In one day, one day, I made the television title more compelling than it has ever been. It is going to main event podcast promo rumble. Or, wrong show, I pulled a Sid Vicious, I'm sorry. <laughs> right, promo mania. Gotta call it the wrong show here. And the greatest champion that this podcast, this show has ever seen. Is she going to be able to do it again? I'm the guy who walked right into her realm, stood up to her, called her out. Right. And not only did you call her out, you called your shot so long ago. Just like you guaranteed yourself a main event spot with that Iron Bay contract, we go into the promo mania guessing who will be the next to cash or to, should I say, to get a hold of the Iron Bank contract, guaranteeing yourself a title shot whenever you want it within a year. Or you can pull a DC and book yourself right in the main event of next year's promo rumble. We don't know. It goes down all on night one. And, of course, predictions will be made for WrestleMania 39. Again, it is March 28th and the 30th. Go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com slash promomania8 for more information. And at present time, we don't know what's going to happen with the World Championship because it's currently vacant. Um, You know what? I just realized it's only been vacant twice, and the last time it was vacated from Travis, too. You know, goddamn, Travis is the goddamn Shawn Michaels of Max. Sorry, sorry, DC, go ahead. Vegan is such a great champion. I mean, they've He's, held literally every title. It's outstanding, yeah. that guy. And Vacant seems to have it in for the Walker. Um, but it does also mean Travis has never actually lost the world title. He's been stripped of it twice. Mm-hmm. Story in its own. Yeah, so, uh, and also, you, you didn't need a promo this week from Guest Wrestler because you just got one against the Demon S. Woo! <laughs> Thank you, DC. 
Um, so now for stupid shit people say online, this is shit Mark say. Y'all kill myself every day, like, come on. OMG! Eggplant emoji. WTF! Santa Claus emoji. Thought he was dead, LOL. Peach emoji. Shit Mark's say. Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. Mm. Uh... I don't know if we can say this word anymore. It just m- makes my heart break. Has anybody not been very oozy on TikTok? It, it's the oozy. The oozy feeling has has literally gone like this on TikTok. Uh, there's not as much negativity, but there is a lot of. Uh, I don't want to say hate, but backlash necessarily. Um, they got called. They got put on Geek of the Week this week. IWC includes most of the TikTok nerds strictly because they were the ones bitching just as well as everybody else was. What happened to all these things? And what happened to the this? And the, what happened to Muna? And this guy was supposed to be there. You guys, you guys say it all the time. Papa H, Papa H is, you know, he is a product of Vince. This is still an E product. This is still a Vince product. They're not going to go completely and totally out of their way just because they fulfilled somebody's, you know, dream of, you know, going out there and wrestling the great Muda or, you know, allowing Carl Anderson to drop a title at Wrestle Kingdom. Just because those things happened at a very small point in the year doesn't mean we were going to get a flood of people we never heard of, or at least unless you didn't open your ears before. So because of that, they're just twiddling their thumbs now because... Everybody's in the same boat as they are, and it's not fair that we got Nia Jax instead of Muda, and it's not fair that Tomatonga's not here, and I wanted Jay White, and where's Nick Aldis and your mama? That's where. That's what y'all get. To be fair, you know, they said, well, where is Dwayne? Rock told us he wasn't going to be there. Hey, hey, I'll I'll, I'll put my hand up for that one. Don't give me that shit. I don't give a fuck what he said. Look at the size of the son of a bitch. Well, no, but, I mean, he said he said he wasn't going to be there. I don't care. He's also and, said that he was going to be in a lot of places, and he showed up anyway. Tama is, is still under contract. Hikileo, yeah. still under still contract. contract. Jay White, still under contract. And Jay now, White has towards, towards the end of the year till he's done. So, no, actually, no, um, I'm sorry, uh, next year. He's got a whole year. Could Tama, Tonga, Hikuleo, could those three, could they show up after Mania? Oh, absolutely, and I think they will. Maybe. Possibly. I I think they're going to come out and attack the OC. Mm, mm. Mm. I mean, people need to maybe stop putting so much into their own predictions, therefore being disappointed in their own predictions. Like, it, me, me and Phoenix kind of got into it over the rock. Like, I, I expected the rock. I believed that there's a chance he can show up because it will make sense obviously roman's head of the table blah 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 he said he wouldn't be there we've heard that before you know kayfabe but i wasn't disappointed because he wasn't there because i didn't fully convince myself that he was gonna be there it was just it like was gonna be there. it was just like this would be really cool if it does happen but it didn't I but we still got a great ending anyway so fuck it yeah yeah the last great surprise that we got in a men's rumble was Edge's return. That's yeah. true. That should be good enough. Yeah, that'll do us for another few years. At least. <laughs> um, all right, on Twitter, first up, we have Angry Vince Licker. Aren't they all angry? Right. Um, 
uh, this guy took exceptions to AEW renaming their like community thing um, AEW together. So, because obviously okay. WWE used the tagline, don't they? You know, together, forever, whatever. Um, yeah, Angry Ben Slicker yeah. took exception and said, can't wait till y'all run into the fucking ground, man. Zero fucking shame because they use one word that WWE used in a tagline. And then he follows it up with, I legitimately want to fight Tony Khan. Uh-huh. Because apparently WWE owned the word together. I don't... You didn't know that? <laughs> so, here's... Okay, so when they say the WWE universe and we get to say the wrestling community, are you going to throw a fit then? Since we're taking things in such a fucking... Uh, literal goddamn sense like what the fuck this is that bullshit like zero shame why because we're together as a community of fans we we've we've gathered to see i can't even put words that aren't together motherfuckers that's the only shit you can do we can't combine that doesn't make it sound good like that that's we're not pieces of the puzzle we're no, fucking that's, fans that's we're human together. centipede shit uh-huh. Well, hey, that's probably this guy's favorite fucking movie. And then to say you legitimately want to fight anybody, that means you've never been in a fight in your entire life. That's exactly what that means to me, is you've never been in your fight, a fight in your entire fucking life, and you think that you could walk up to somebody who looks like they could just, you know, be knocked over by the wind, and you could beat their ass because you're intimidating to your seven-year-old brother when you punch him in the neck. You're 19. All right. Don't underestimate Tony Khan. He got little guy rage. Exactly. That, that's besides the point. My gimmick is, you know what? And I'm going to say it like this. Um, and I said, because I've said it before. This is a joking thing that we had in the TSK. We were picking on little and on, on little brother Kyle. But the reality of the matter is, is everybody would love to be in a fight until they get hit in the mouth. And then they don't know what to do. In this instance, it would be little man. I would come to TK's defense. And you have this whole game plan of how you're going to kick me and then you're going to punch me. And you play the whole thing out in your head. Let's see if that plan works when you're up in the air coming down really fast. It don't work that well. No. So uh, I would say get in therapy and then get in the bin. Get, you know what? Just go dive in the dumpster. Fuck out of here. Uh, and this next one, geez. Uh, Buckner the Bomber. Uh <laughs> First off, I've never seen Jobber TV say much positive about WWE. So this is all right. I'm already right. like excited. I'm like, okay, all right. Uh, Jobber Nation TV said WWE made wrestling fun again. Yeah. I mean, sure. Raw Rumble was fun, but I wouldn't say WWE made it fun again. Um, yeah. It was already fun. Yeah. But gee, Buck, Buckner comes in with, forgive the crass analogy, but this feels like when we dropped the bomb in, w, in World War II, and AEW is Hiroshima. We took one of their founders and held one of the biggest shows of all time. Victory is near, my friend. Thank you so much for fighting the good fight. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> there's crass analogies, and then there's just way overthinking something. You guys mind if I take this one? Take it. <laughs> can, can, I, can I have this one? You are literally comparing this to an event where tens of thousands of innocent men, women, and children were snuffed out 
in an instant. Mm-hmm. All because two governments hated each other. We're at war with each other. This is not a war. It's two different wrestling companies. You stupid motherfucker. God that's damn. Bad. That's bad. That's, that is beyond in bad taste. Well, okay, so yeah. let's let's keep it funky. If, if, don't even get in the bin. Get in the bin, line it with blood, bury that fucking shit just, in the goddamn ground. Just do the old... Dude, you're from New York. I'm about to say, you're, you're from New York. Give this guy concrete shoes and throw him in the fucking river. Call it a day. This is ridiculous. Um, I I, I was well, gonna I give you your gimmick. Make that happen. I bet you do. I was gonna give you your gimmick on this, but I mean, like, you touched more on the on the war factor of it all. But I remember there was always this saying that Papa H would say that it's not a race. That's not a race. That it's not a race. But but I want to I want to emphasize on we took one of their founders. And held the biggest show of all time. Didn't didn't Hulk Hogan leave and almost take out WWF by bringing mm-hmm. in Randy Savage and all these other WWF mainstay stars? Razor, you know, fucking Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, all these gigantic stars. Didn't they almost put them out of business and force them to turn up the Attitude Era for them to even stay alive? And Brutus the Barber Beefcake. So again, oh god, that was that was that was some bad retro. How dare you? So then again, you if, if we're gonna fucking play this stupidity that is, well, you're a founder of this, you're a founder of that, motherfucker, for the hundredth millionth fucking time, this is barely year three. What are y'all gonna do when they've started to garner so much attention that come year five, they got a three-hour show and a two-hour show. What are you going to do then? Is the war over then? Is victory near then? Or is it further away than fucking any relationship hopes you have? Buckner, you fucking idiot. Just the the worst part of that tweet is like calling just, it a I victory. Just, yeah, dude. Like, how is it a victory? Or how is it even nearing victory? In what way? It, like, the comparison, terrible. And then no victories in near sight. Stupid. I'm pretty Until... sure the guy that built the bomb was ashamed of it. Yes, and you can yes. find out in July when the movie comes out. Mm-hmm. Nice plug there, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good one. Great. You know, un- until WWE buys out AEW, victory mm. is not at hand. And last time, correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, but uh, isn't the rumor that uh, the cons are possibly looking into buying WWE? So. Wouldn't it be victory is at hand on the other way around? All of a sudden, we see oh. we see the TK plane flying over WWE. <laughs> I I, I kind of want the cons to buy WWE just because of people like this. Yes, yeah. dude. And I I I'm thinking of you know those videos of you know like an emotional scene. You hear that song from Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I'm ima- I'm imagining that song playing over their reactions. This is the best. This is the best. Oh, oh man. God. Like you said, don't even get in the bin. Just go just, away. Just go away, homie. Stay the fuck off social unplug media. Unplug your computer. Unplug your computer. Turn off your phone. Don't even sell it. Give it to a homeless guy. He'll do way more better with it than you ever will. 
fucking hell. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug another movie now, uh, and then throw the PC in the ocean. And the only way you can get to that motherfucker is you got to be Jack Cousteau. Oh, there you go. That's great. As spoken by Will Smith in Bad Boys. That was a great one. Two of part four coming. Now um, they are marks, and that's the shit they say. Bastards. <laughs> Jeez Louise! I think that's probably like the worst one we've ever had. I think you know, so. it it takes a lot to get me just to a point where I'm just like, well, what? yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That needle moved quickly. Um, but thank you for spending your Thursday with us. Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, pencil neck geeks, this week with the A to B of retro rewind. SMR Podcast Network. You should be listening. Oh God, can we? It, there's been a lot going on for retro. There's been a lot going on with the TSK. There's a lot coming out with retro in the TSK. As you guys already noticed, episode 60, November the 11th, 1996, Retro Rewind with the TSK has finally dropped. Copyright's my ass. Here we come, baby. Expect all the episodes to look and feel the same. Um, So that way you guys get a glimpse of what we're watching while you're watching. And that way, maybe it'll entice you to turn around and go back and uh, watch along with us. We will continue on down the line. We have episodes pre-recorded, so expect them to start dropping a lot more sooner. um, Especially now that editing process has gotten easier. We're going to try to keep to a bare minimum of two episodes a week. At least one Max Wrestling and at least one Retro and or kicking it with the TSK. Uh, we'll figure it out as we go on down the line. But uh, the next one we have coming out is uh, actually, no, that was November the 4th that dropped. November the 11th is the next one that comes out. That's going to be episode 61 of Retro Rewind as we are on the road towards Survivor Series and um, all the other ones. Yeah, I believe the one we finally dropped was the Pillman. We're getting moving. I see this is how many we've already recorded. I'm already losing track in my own goddamn mind. But speaking of great shows like Kicking It With The TSK, we will begin fantasy booking WrestleMania as we get the fallout coming from Raw and SmackDown and, of course, the Royal Rumble. We're going to pre-predict any matches that were pretty much built during the Rumble and everything in between. Some things we'd like to see, some things we kind of don't want to see, but we pretty much expect to happen, and uh, all that and more. And then as the months go on, I had previously mentioned the Ring of Honor show that's going down in L.A. The TSK will be there. Looks like we might be at Bloodsport as well, representing or at least cheering on Kota Ibushi as he's been uh, mentioned to show up in the United States. He will be wrestling for GCW, wrestling for Bloodsport, for all we know, he'll show up in AEW. Who knows? I can't wait. But um, expect a lot of cool stuff from the TSK come the end of March. Maybe some live reviews, some some live podcasting, just some live nonsense, plain and simple. Lots coming on. But um, with all that being said, we're going to get on the app out of here. But before that, here are the socials for y'all out there. You can find us on the evil Twitter machine at Max Wrestling UK, at the Captain 512 and at SMR Podnet. Check out the website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. And do not forget to hit that subscribe and or follow button on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the social medias. We've garnered 14 new subscribers to YouTube, and we fucking appreciate the shit out of you for it. But our goal to 500 has not been met. Share this lovely content with your friends. We know you like retro. We know you like kicking it with the TSK. And we know you love Max Wrestling. So let your friends know so they can get on the bandwagon with you. Yeah, what number are we on right now? Uh, three and three. Nah, we got a bit yeah. to go, but we got we got there. a bit to go. But it's okay because we're gonna get there, baby. If we're if we're moving little by little, imagine how we're gonna be when we start getting to two to three episodes a week. 
I hear that train coming. And with that said, rolling around the bend. Join us next week to see what happens with the now vacant Max Wrestling World Championship and everything else that goes on in the really wild world of wrestling. Fucking A right. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. And DC. And good night. Cypher, Travis, my office. Now. I'm the result of a broken mirror. I am a shadow in the dark alley. I am the lowest part of human anatomy. I am me. And the problem is, the majority of you people is, as my good friend Bray would say, You won't revel in what you truly are. You won't be proud of what you wake up to, what you think of in the morning. When you open your eyes. No, because you're too busy thinking of money. You're thinking of good things to do. Me. Well, good people, I don't have that problem. Because when I wake up in the morning... Only thing I think about is chaos.